I love the dear old ranges, I love the prairie trail, to watch the cattle grazing and hear the coyotes wail. Swinging in the saddle just before the break of morn, take me back to old Alberta, the place where I was born. about these horrible UK candies. Don't be nervous. It's like more exciting that they could be terrible. I, I mean, is you, it? <laughs> they're all talking about wanting to face the void I and guess be so. uncomfortable, and here we are with some genuine discomfort. Oh, that's just like not a good discomfort. <laughs> is any discomfort good discomfort? It is. I mean, there's a productive discomfort. This is just like, I know it's still going to not make me a better person. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the name of the game. Yeah. Greetings, comrades. Welcome to Snack City. This is a podcast about eating snacks and living in Edmonton, Alberta. My name is Taylor. My name is Mia. I'm Sagan. And uh, Sagan, thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for uh, having me. It's a true delight to have you here today. Sagan, we usually begin with a very difficult question. How do you feel about Edmonton? Ooh, I've had a complicated relationship with Edmonton. I, as a teenager, couldn't wait to leave. I left for 10 years, reluctantly came back. And now I can be happier, and I love this place. Indeed. Um, when you came back, what were your first thoughts? Like, you've been away for 10 years. I know you must have had, like, some friends still here or whatever. But what were your what were your first impressions coming back? I was, like, like so sad that I... Like, I just... I got a job in Edmonton when I was looking in Calgary and Vancouver. And I was sad that I couldn't... I didn't get what I wanted. But as soon as I got back, I was like, man, it just feels like home. Like, I know all the streets, everything just feels right. And then there was that scary point of, like, reconnecting with old friends and trying to, like, get those people to be friends with me again. Yeah. But it all worked out. Yeah, it's kind of tricky to navigate that circle of, like, oh, I left, and I was saying goodbye to you all, and now I'm still here. And not only did I say goodbye to them, I was like, see you never, like, I'm out, I hate Edmonton, I'm never coming back. Yeah, and then, like, luckily, I have lovely friends, and they all were like, that's okay, you're back, we love you. We love you anyway. So we've all been there. <laughs> if I've ever met an Edmontonian who didn't think, like, fuck this city, fuck everyone, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. But the cut-and-run mentality. The cut-and-run mentality, exactly. <laughs> Fantastic. Sagan, what kind of what kind of snack do you want to start with here today? Well, I uh, kind of want to put me on the spot. No. <laughs> <laughs> try some of these British candies, and I want to pick yeah. these Tutti Fruities. All right. Yeah. For the listeners, these are round they were, trees? They were, um, they're square-looking, what I thought were gummies, but, like, once we poured them out, they started to take on a Smarties... Look, I just want to point out that they're not square. They're not. They they look like the drawing is square, and they just look. I have no idea what this is. I have no <laughs> clue whether this is gummy, whether it's like it's it nutty, looks like Smarties, or it's Smarties. It looks like Smarties, yeah. Or it's can't. I am so photo. confused. 
Yeah, it it these are vaguely square-ish. I have I really I don't you know when you like prepare your mouth to eat something sour so you start salivating, you're fighting to feel it. I'm like I'm thinking that maybe I won't have any idea what I'm doing with this. Cake. I'm excited. Like it's a real adventure to put this in my mouth and see what it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the inside definitely looks like some sort of crystallized sugar. It's like see-through on the inside. That has a strange. Oh, candy you're right. Shell. From afar, I thought that that was like that was chocolate, but it looks like candy. You're right. It, yeah, it smells kind of like once you smell it, it smells kind of nutty, almost not fruity mm. at all. I am so and I don't know. <laughs> it's just spooky stuff. Yeah, what are they gonna be? I also want to point out that tutti frutti is unlike usually spelled like T. How do you usually spell tutti frutti? T u t t i f r u t t i. I think. Okay, so here it's two T O O T Y F O F R O O T I E S or two D fruities. Neither of those words I enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> this was this is a very confusing, very confusing. Story. All right, let's dig in. What okay. uh, color shall I select? I, I don't know. It, I like it yellow. Could be anything at this point. All right, I'm just gonna two. squeeze a little or, bit. It feels very hard. Yeah, I'm going for purple. Okay, it's like I'm a going... lilac. I like mm. it. Oh, okay. Can you bite it? Yeah, just not. it's like a hard gummy with a outer shell. So definitely not Smarties. <laughs> you know what it makes me think of? It's yeah. like it's like Skittles, but with a different flavor. It is very Skittlesy in texture. Mm-hmm. It kind of tastes like you know the hard candies that uh, kind of melt and dissolve and get softer, like those strawberries. Yeah, or whatever? yeah. The, mm-hmm. the very end part, the mm-hmm. middle of it, was like just a soft inside. I was mm-hmm. trying to place that. Taste that's exactly it. Those strawberries you get at like the dentist's office. Well, probably not the dentist, <laughs> the doctor's <laughs> office. Yeah, you know what? They're in on it. Yeah. And dentists want you to eat candy. <laughs> they want the, them cavities, man. I'm gonna eat more. I'm, I'm really impressed by my yeah, I like these. the 2D's, 2D fruities. I think the appearance of them scared me more than anything because yeah. I didn't know, I did not know how to they gauge like what to do with my mouth. Like the Starburst Mini. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. But they are definitely. The drawing of them, yeah. <laughs> They're just unpleasant to look at. <laughs> but tasty. Yeah, they're actually not bad. Now, here's the question. Are the colors different flavors? I want to say yes, but I'm not sure. I'm going to try an orange one. I feel like the orange tasted different than the one I had previously. This seems to be like a constant struggle with candy in terms of how colorful it is and whether it tastes different or not. They taste different. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. orange and the green taste mm-hmm. distinctly different. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's the good to know. limey for sure. <laughs> limey. Mm-hmm. I like it. And these are British? Uh, apparently... That's they were like in the UK area. So what grocery store are you in that has a UK area? Um, it's not a UK area. It's like one aisle, I guess. Mm, what is? So it's not a complete aisle. It's a section of an aisle, in between the crackers and the soups. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and Savon. Okay. And one on Ninth and Jasper. <laughs> nice. They also have other treats that are actually much tasty, much tastier, much tasty. They're just much tasty. <laughs> much tasty. <laughs> Oh, man. These are great. Like, new found candy choice. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, I usually stick to, like, the classics, Sour Patch Kids, Skittles, mm-hmm. Fuzzy Peaches. I don't branch out too much with my candy. Should we try another snack, or... No, only two <laughs> Just destroy them completely. They're okay. Like, they're not something I would ever get again. No? Nah. Oh, I love them. I like a Skittle. Mm-hmm. And this tutti frutti is like a kind of different skittle, you know? Yeah, <laughs> different like kind Barbie's of skittle. Larger, yeah. It's like the reject oh, yeah. skittles. Off brand. <laughs> Off brand. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, like the ones that they like they make in the factory, but they sell at a cheaper price because they didn't pass like the aesthetic 
test. <laughs> you know, sometimes I like the off-brand. Like, I like the Mac Store brand. I do like that, yeah. It can be really good. The Western Family. Oh, really? How about No Name? No Name. Oh, no there Name is the gym of Canada. Like, the best branding ever. Just bright yellow, no name. Hey, just a so box good. that says what it is. Yeah. We don't have a name. It. It's no name. Yeah, that's some strong branding. Like, never change that no name. No. You, de- you did it. You're doing you. Right, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Mm-hmm. Well, Sagan, you are the, the shaman leading us on this snack voyage today. What, uh, what do your feelings tell you should be next? Well... I feel like we've kind of got this even number of like sweet versus savory, so I'm mm. gonna switch it up. Go savory. Let's try these chickpeas. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. What kind of uh, what kind of product is this chickpea? Three farmers natural, sustainable, traceable roasted chickpeas with sea salt and lime. Ooh, I'm excited. They better be limey. Better for right. that sour chip kind of sensation. All right. I'm a I'm a grab a couple. I think I'm the only person in the world that doesn't like hint of lime tostitos oh really so i don't know i'm not a fan yeah. i prefer just like the salty i don't like mm-hmm. a sour chip particularly i like oh yeah i've noticed that i actually do like the saltiness or the sourness of something i don't know even if it's not sweet or what i can't oh, say that i would just snack on these like a chip mm-hmm. but they do say on the bag you can use them as a topper like i'd use them on a salad or something oh a salad would be a good idea yeah mm-hmm. yeah because you're not you're kind of bland once you like start mm-hmm. get crunching through. They're not that great. There is a hint of lime. There's definitely a limey but taste. It's a subtle <laughs> For more salt. Yeah. It's, I mean, it is a very, it's a hint. <laughs> very it's, subtle. It's not like a, a yell of lime. <laughs> nope. No shouts of ah. lime, just whispers. It's not an explosion of lime. Of lime. <laughs> so, not great. I mean, it is a bean. Yeah, it's rare that you pick that healthy snack and you're like, oh yeah, this is everything I wanted it to be. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I don't know, I've had some things that like, I really enjoyed that are surprising to me um like wasabi dry wasabi type things mm. also very tasty i never i can't do wasabi i can't have that like tasteless heat i need the mm-hmm. like do you know what i mean it's like yeah because it's, it's just, just burning it's just burn it's no like nice flavor like if i go no. hot sauce i not i don't really like tabasco i want that like valentino or cholula mm-hmm. something like that I'm trying to put more hot sauce into my food. Not for any other reason than just to test myself. (laughs) I totally get that. I never liked hot sauce until like a few years ago. And now I look back and I'm like, you're so dumb, Sagan. This is the best. And it's, yeah, it's weird. Once you advance to a certain degree of hotness, you're like, I want more. (laughs) Yeah. I really do think you must be able to build up a tolerance. Like, that's got to be a thing for heat things. I think if, even if it's not a tolerance, you understand how the flavor works, so you're ready for it mentally. Yeah. Even if I eat something hot now, it's it's more just like, sit there, deal with it. (laughs) Let it pass. Yeah. Wait for a little bit of sweat. Yeah, you know, when you're, when you're 18, you drink like a slug of whiskey and you're like, I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah. Versus now you're like, I'm going to die, but not for real. But I was ready for it. Yeah, I'll just sit here and not die really hard for about two minutes. Just swallow a few times. Yeah. Oh, goodness. It'll be fine. Oh, no. That's such an uncomfortable feeling. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah, that's exactly. I think that's what we're looking for when we're drinking, though, is we want to discomfort our body. I guess it, it adds some, like, sobriety to your drunkenness. Like, oh, <laughs> I guess I'm ready now. You want to feel it. I want to feel it. For me, it's more like a tester. Like, yeah. How drunk am I? Can I take this shot 
and be fine, because then we have a problem. Yeah, oh, shot. that's a good punctuation, where you usually, you know how the sentence has ended once you take the shot, you see how that one worked. Yeah, you're, you're going to see how it plays out. Yeah, that's the spooky yeah. part, you're already engaged in that process. That's what, I don't know, I'd be like, okay, I'm too far in now, I don't know if I'm ready to take this shot. How do you test the water? You just got to jump in. Terrifying. Sagan, we'll use Segway now. <laughs> Segway, yeah, I like um, it. So when you're hanging around Edmonton, where uh, where might we find you if you are uh, just looking for Sagan on a Saturday night? On where a you Saturday be chillin'. night. Well, yeah, where you be chilling? Where you <laughs> kick it? Chillin'. What's your hood? <laughs> I mean, I obviously mostly spend my time on White Aver downtown. It's where all my friends are. I hate leaving the center of the city. My parents just moved to the south, and it kills me. Mm-hmm. But uh, I find lately I don't go out as much as I used to, so I'm usually at like a friend's house. But forever and always, I love Black Dog. Oh, nice that place! Yeah, oh, classic God. institution of Edmonton. You just you pick your vibe, you know. You go all the way upstairs. <laughs> you're gonna have kind of like a wild dance party vibe. Middle floor, grungy, mm-hmm. grimy, divey bar. Bottom floor. I've never ventured down there. It scares me. Oh, I've been down there, <laughs> and it is is—it is an odd time. No matter what is going on, it's very like, ha, huh, I see. I see what's going on. <laughs> Three distinct flavors, but I like them all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I appreciate a bar that can offer it all like that. Indeed. Actually, that's fascinating to me, because uh, yesterday I was we were at Starlight, and I was... I went to the washroom as the concert was going on, and the washroom is right underneath the stage, and so it's pounding, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, okay, this is the grungiest place in Edmonton, because <laughs> it's filthy. Like, the bathrooms and everything are gross. The way to get to the bathrooms now, because they're in the middle of construction and stuff, is just... Or maybe it's just, like, it's always, always like that. that. It's always like that. <laughs> you descend into just the basement the down, tunnel, like, weird staircases. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so weird. Under, like, old <laughs> yeah. bricks and stuff. Yeah, it's like a... It's a grungy, grungy place, and it just felt extremely... Extremely, extremely grungy to be there under <laughs> the stage. Like my favorite. I don't know. That's, I love it. No, it's it's a that's good the taste. vibe I want. You mm-hmm. know, I always feel a little off when I'm at like a I don't know like a restaurant that's serving fancy cocktails. I have to be in the right mood for that. But for a casual night out, yeah, I want like a dive. Yeah, I want a little dirty. I just want an easy beer to drink. That's my vibe. Yeah. I think Edmonton has a lot of uh, little places like that where you can kind of find your own niche. You kind of, <laughs> you you find a spot and you're like, this is my new watering hole and I'm going to make my watering hole <laughs> until you fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's situations that can happen. Then you're like, well, I can't come back here again. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Just gotta accept that sometimes, though, right? Like yeah. you just gotta like go back. Just like nothing has happened. <laughs> yep. Hey, what's good up? To see you again. <laughs> I don't remember last night. It's fine. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> anyway. Are we are we gonna call it on the chickpea, the roasted chickpeas? Yeah, I'll probably eat them later because I'm disgusting. <laughs> I mean, they're they're a decent snack, but I'll probably add we should salad. make a salad for dinner tonight Ooh, and throw those on top. Healthy options. Okay, I'll I, consider yeah, it. So I like a nut option in as a non-nut nut option in a salad. I think that would be a treat. Yeah, yeah. Chickpea is very close to a nut when it's cooked. Oh, it's very nut-like. Yeah. It's very nutty. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a corn nut. <laughs> corn nut. A boy boy. A boy boy. All right. Cool. And on that note, let's uh, let's move on to one of the the enticingly brightly colored snacks in front of me here. All right, another one of the UK ones. Well, Sagan, your choice. Do you want to eat the fruity pastilles, or would you like to eat the Easter cookies? 
I think the Easter cookies. I'm saving those fruity pastilles for uh, <laughs> dessert. All right. So we're going to eat some, some Easter cookies here. These, uh, what brand of uh, cookies are these? These are original two-bite spring sugar cookies. And I had to get them because it's Easter and because I want so badly for it to be spring. And instead, it's minus 20. So yeah, Today, what's going on, Edmonton? It was a chilly boy last night. It was cold. I was cold, and I'm very rarely cold. Yeah, it was surprisingly chill. Like, there was also a breeze, <laughs> which makes it <laughs> smartiest. Okay, like, so we got two kinds of cookies here. I'm seeing uh, the yellow egg. I like the yellow. The, the pink bunny. I'm looking at this one. Look how much sugar crystal has accumulated on top of that. That's cookie. well done. Yeah, the yellow ones are really bright and very sugary. <laughs> the shape is very amenable for the catching of the sugar, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like a little plateau. I'm excited sugar. to eat some sugar cookies. This is like a childhood memory right here I'm about to put in my mouth. <laughs> so good. I hope. I never know whether to expect a sugar cookie to be soft or like crunchy. Because they can be either. Like They can be either. They really do have either kind. Mm-hmm. I like the crunchy, I think, better for sugar cookies. Yeah. I prefer a soft sugar cookie, honestly. Yeah? But they kind of get to Christmas that are really soft and have like, maybe like a single cranberry mm-hmm. or raspberry or something on top. Very nice. Hmm. That's your shit. That's my favorite cookie. Yeah, the soft sugar <laughs> cookie. Like a shortbread cookie, maybe, is what it's called. So I do have to mention that whenever I eat a cookie shaped like an animal, or anything like chocolate bunnies, I always have to eat, like for bunnies, always got to eat the ears first. There's I a like, system. Yeah, I like think about it when it's shaped like an animal. I'm like, okay. what part of this animal am I eating first? So what's, what's the reason behind that? Like, why why the ears first? To spare the rabbit of the loss of his body? <laughs> yeah, like, what's maybe called? it's like, can't hear me thinking about or talking about eating him. <laughs> I think I usually go for the head first, so it's like, okay, put him out of his misery, <laughs> and then I can enjoy the rest of this cookie. This I'm just like, no. Bunny also has, like, a look of horror on his face. He, he isn't... He's frowning, for sure. They do seem like they're in abysmal pain. <laughs> yeah, he looks up at God, and God does not look back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's Easter. <laughs> He's just busy right now. Jesus is busy. It isn't Monday yet, so, you know, yeah, he'll come we back. don't know what's he'll happening yet. Tomorrow. Yeah, will fine. We're, we still got some time. I'm going to start Sacrilicious. Sacrilicious. Oh, I said sacrilicious, but better. Snackrilicious. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, go for the ears. If our episode had titles, this one would be called Snack Relicious. (laughs) I like that one. I like Mm. the themed names, though. I like when podcasts have like a little snippet of something that they mention later. I'm I'm looking for it. And then you, yeah, you hear it and you're like, oh, that's the name. (laughs) I do that in movies, too. I'm like, oh, they mentioned the title of the movie. (laughs) Wow. I hate that. I hate (laughs) it. Really? Yeah. Especially... In Lord of the Rings, where Elrond says, You shall be the Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, I could have figured Too much, that one guys. out. Like, you could have said, like, you shall be a fellowship or something. Yeah. You know? But, nope. Like, I hope in the new Avengers, someone turns to the screen and says, I guess it will be an infinity war. <laughs> oh, somebody will. A hundred percent. There's going to be some reason that somebody says yeah. that. For sure, or, that's going to be obvious. Alternatively, it, like, it'll be a hundred year war. I'd be like, no. War. <laughs> Did Master and Commander have any reference to the Master and Commander? No, not at all. I keep thinking about that movie, and I keep thinking about the words "hold fast" that are tattooed on this guy's knuckles. That's tight. What movie? 
Master and Commander. I've never even heard of it. Master and Commander of the Far Side of the World starring Russell Crowe and Paul Bettany. It was before he got bloaty. Russell Crowe. It was an older movie. Yeah. I would say 2005, 2006. Peter Weir is the director. Okay. It's tight. It's like one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's very Two and a half hour meandering sea adventure. Yeah, it's fun. What does he have tattooed? Hold fast. Hold fast. It's like tight, right? It's like an old badass dude. You're like, all right. You look like you have held on to some things in your life. Well, because you have to have... uh, Okay, if you're getting a knuckle tattoo, it has to say something sick, something that's subtle, and something that'll stand the test of time. Hold fast. (laughs) Wow. Nailed it. Yeah, it's, that it's, does it. it's not ironic. It's genuine. It's uh, heartfelt. It, it could be. It, it could be situationally Perfect. appropriate for many things. Many Works. Things. I love it. Okay, I'm gonna go on a slight tangent here because cool. talking about knuckles just really made me think about this. Mm-hmm. The other day on the phone, I heard a guy say, in all seriousness, I guess I'm gonna have to give you a five finger sandwich. What? And I was like, that's absurd. But then I started thinking about you know the saying knuckle sandwich. Yeah. Why? What's the thought process there? Is it because you're making a sandwich if you like... You're going to put your fist into their mouth. That's it. That's it? Okay. Because yeah, my I've thought process was like, are you like punching them on either side of their head so their head is in the sandwich? Oh. <laughs> are you like yeah. making a sandwich with knuckles? Or is it because it's going in my mouth? Yeah, it's just you put the knuckles into their mouth. I like my definition better. Oh, that's more fun and whimsical. Yeah. Uh, having never been served <laughs> a knuckle sandwich, uh, I would not order it. On the menu. No, no. I mean, we can make it happen. I can no, <laughs> deliver an express one if you like. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever, you ever punched someone in the mouth? I have not, no. I feel like it would hurt a lot. My knuckles. I feel like, yeah, you get some teeth, teeth in there. You get some teeth, mm. yeah. I don't want to hit teeth. What I've is... accidentally, like, slapped a person and, you know, when you're slapping people. <laughs> I just accidentally, you know, flailing wildly with your hooks. <laughs> what if you get someone a knuckle sandwich and then their mouth is like a Komodo dragon it's just filled with like parasites and bacteria and shit you, just, you know what if you get flesh eating bacteria dude that's sick no okay people actually get those and like they need yeah. to get amputations and shit I'm, I am terrified that one day I will be one of those rare medical accidents or like rare medical occurrences where it's just like the freakiest things happen to me I have an ongoing paranoia of that because I am neurotic and it is wrecking like you're the my kind life. Like a wasp flies in your ear or something. <laughs> no, oh, I'm just like scared I that, that a lot. Wait, okay, what wasps in the just ear? Just like a bug flying in your ear and laying yeah. eggs. People get then... like spiders and shit in their no, ears. Don't... Oh god. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna end up on being one of those that. people somehow. Or the lady who kept the contacts and somehow they collected <laughs> in the back of her like eye. Forty-seven. How? 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 I feel like it's the kind of thing where if you don't think it could happen to you, but that's why I'm terrified that I just them failing to do something that everybody else knows and one day I'll go to the doctor and I'll be like I have this pain they'll be like you idiot what is wrong with you you know we all did this thing yeah that's what I'm terrified of technique I've had like an ongoing fear for honestly for most of my life where I read a Berenstain Bears book when I was little yeah and they taught it was like the dangers of strangers <laughs> and they use this analogy where they're like you see this apple like it's all shiny and red and beautiful on the outside but inside it's rotten and that could be any stranger and instead of like taking that to be like strangers are bad I was like what if my body is that apple and I seem fine on the outside, and I'm just like rotten on the inside. Like a weird oh porcelain shell, and inside is just <laughs> cancer everywhere. Oh, Who knows? Like that's my fear. Yeah. yeah. Also, well, brain tumors apparently are sneaky things too. Like sometimes people go like years without knowing that they've had a brain tumor forming. Terrifying. Life is just horrifying. Just scary. Just bodily bad. Okay, I'm gonna go <laughs> crawl in bed now. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, life, uh, it's really like Sword of Damocles. Going into mythology corner for a second here, a regular segment on our show. You know, the Sword of Damocles hangs above them all day. You know, one, one day you might just get God. Yeah, but if it's going to happen, I want it to be because, like, I get God good, not because I did something stupid, like, keep contacts behind my stupid eye. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know? you want to earn getting God I wanna, in a like, cool way. Yeah, yeah. if I'm going to get God, get me good. But, like, some people slip and fall in the bathtub and die. That's also probably likely me. <laughs> I have slipped in the bathtub. Like, I do some real fear. Yeah. I don't slip in the bathtub frequently, but I slip in a way that, like, if I'm leaving the tub... I hit my shin against the tub, and uh, I I don't know if you guys have ever seen my legs, but I am in constant bruised state. (laughs) I don't know how, well, I I mean, apart from the tub, but... The tub and the stairs. You fall on either of those, your whole life flashes for you. You're like, this is it, I'm dying right now. (laughs) Or I did it this week where I I was running up an escalator and, you know, listening to my music, and I just... Thought there was one more stair. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> and I just my entire life for just one second was like, oh, I'm dying. <laughs> and it like jars your entire back. <laughs> just thought there was one more stair. And there wasn't. It's crazy how like you don't realize how much power is in your body until it like missteps, and you're like, whoa, I have yeah. so much momentum going right now. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I thought like my teeth clacked together. Like, like, how hard am I hitting a stair when I'm climbing? Honestly, sometimes I'm fascinated by the dexterity that we have in situations like that. I've had so many situations this year that I've almost wiped out on ice, and I'm somehow shocked that I'm still standing. How did my body do that? Yes. I, don't you want to, like, see a video of it, too? Because you probably were, like, exactly. just flailing all over the place. <laughs> what's, your, uh, what's your fall count on the ice this year? One, and that led to a concussion. Oh. So I feel like that's enough for wow. me. That's enough. Yeah, you, you rang the bell. You won. Yeah. But it, to be fair, it was at curling. I was not on like ice on a sidewalk. Oh, yeah. I just got really excited at curling, <laughs> kind of jumped up, and then fell backwards. Yeah, that would suck. It was a bold choice. <laughs> Especially on I ice. I like, jump, but you know, I just kind of like raised my body in yeah. excitement. Mm-hmm. There was some forward momentum. Yeah, and then immediately <laughs> fell backwards. God, that would so, yeah, that's... Sounds like a bad time. I'm How usually do- okay on sidewalks. Yeah, I slept one time this year. There's usually like once a year. Yeah. I'll eat it. And it's five or six times where I will come within an inch of eating it. <laughs> I ate it hard one night before I went to Vegas and I had this enormous bruise on the side of my leg oh, and no. I, I would lean against things or like an elevator and I'd be like, oh, ow, I remember <laughs> this still is a thing that I have to deal with and manage. Man, bruises suck. It's hard being a girl with, with a bruised body. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm battering my own self. Nobody else is doing it for me. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Okay. I feel like it is such a girl thing, though, to have mystery bruises. <laughs> yes. Like, I look at my leg, and I'm like, what? Where did that come? There's, like, a massive bruise on my yeah. leg. I'm like, I have no idea. Have you ever had that where you, you hit something, and there's no bruise, but, like, you tap against something lightly, and the next couple of weeks, you're like, okay, yeah. sure. Cool There's body. a bruise there. <laughs> Great. That makes sense. Maybe I need more iron in my blood. Oh I'm my goodness. Bruising so easy. Look at this cookie. Oh, that awful. Oh no, all the sugar. Blocks. There was so much sugar yeah, on it. That was a solid all. layer. You couldn't even see that <laughs> it know. was an egg. Yeah, you couldn't even oh, see yeah. a little, like, it's zigzag still, on it. It's still really, really yellow. I was one yellow, yellow boy. Mm. I'm gonna bite these are this. delicious. I could eat these yeah. forever. Oh yeah. I'm gonna sacrifice this little bunny. Ears first. <laughs> Ears first. Ow. <laughs> Yeah, it's Aww. hard for me to resist buying sugar cookies if I see them in a grocery store, so I try to avoid that area. Mm-hmm. I like that they are both sugar cookies, and then there's just a literal layer of sugar on top of them as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what are, like, sugar cookies are, aren't they similar to, like, shortbread? Butter? 
Just more sugar, bread. I think. Yeah. Okay. Bread. Butter bread. <laughs> I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm thinking flour. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I think sugar cookies are like legitimately just sugar and butter. Interesting. I've never made sugar cookies before. So good. Have you made any before? Mm-hmm. I like making them for Halloween. I have a bunch of Halloween cookie cutters. Nice. So you can make fun shapes for those. Oh, those are pretty simple then, I imagine. Like, you mm-hmm. just get one, like, you get rolling and then you have fun making them. Yeah. So easy and fun to decorate. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about my phone at the start jiggling and wiggling and making sounds and stuff. Oh, homeboy. <laughs> homeboy. Comrade. <laughs> homeboy. Is homeboy an actual word? Yeah. It sounds so weird right now. Yeah, I think it's just antiquated slang. Yeah, homeboy. Sound? Homeboy. I feel like homie My might 90s. be a truncation. Yeah, homie. Of like, um, yeah. You know, homie makes sense, but homeboy somehow. I wonder what the like where that comes from. Homeboy, like because he's hangs at your home. Like he's your. I think he's close just a, enough that he yeah. goes to your home. <laughs> Fascinating. I, I always wonder about that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm like I'm really curious. Like the necklace sandwich thing. Like where yeah. does that come from? Yeah. Curious. I want to know. I do want to know these things. I honestly never thought about the necklace sandwiches having any specific physicality to it. I always mm-hmm. thought it was just like, oh, because it's going into your face, so it's just like a sandwich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and which I think is what it is. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah like it's not it slamming. <laughs> like, I, I guess I should relate. Like, there's a difference between how a, a, a like a punch and a sandwich go into your face, but I'm sure it's not that different. <laughs> when I just think sandwich, though, I think like layers, and there's no layers to your <laughs> hand being folded up. Like, that's what I'm I like, mean, like, yeah, yeah, like a, this way. Movie, a like, kickboxer, he wraps his arm up, and then he like dips it in glue, and then Oh, God. <laughs> right, That's yeah. a layered knuckle sandwich go. right there. That's a knuckle sandwich. You get some barbed wire, wrap that shit around If you knuckles. go like this, maybe, then you got like finger layers. Ooh, I oh, wow. Jab my fingers. That's a good way to break your fingers. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. It's yeah. the only way I see it working. So I'm going gonna, gonna to throw out something weird. I'm looking at these these Easter cookies, and uh, someone pointed this out to me, that of all the deities, of all the religious figures, we know the answer to the question, was Jesus circumcised? <laughs> Okay, how does this have to do with rabbits? Just <laughs> Easter. Easter. We're thinking about Jesus. And, uh... Oh, I thought there was like, uh, the reason that we know that Jesus was circumcised was because of the rabbit. Yeah, and I'm like, a metaphor. wait a minute. You cut the ears off? Hold, hold it back. Explain this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that's the tradition of eating the uh, the ears first to indicate Jesus' circumcision. Terrible, you guys. We're, we're just being very blasphemous. Hey, it, wasn't, it wasn't my idea to circumcise Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so let's get real. I think circumcision barbaric. I'm not into it. I think that if in a informed society, people who still get their children circumcised, I understand why they're doing it, but I think it's an act of cruelty, an unnecessary cruelty to a newborn child. Yeah, I think if you think about it for 10 seconds, then yeah. you should be like, probably I shouldn't do this. I think, yeah, a lot of people are like, well, you know, you have to, it's not clean. And it's like, no, you just have to teach your child how to be, like, hygienic. It takes more work. Oh, no, that's troublesome that's for you. That's an easy excuse to yeah. just be like, this is what we do. It's, yeah, I think yeah. a lot of people just don't think about it. Like, the doctor's like, yes? And you're like, yes. Yeah, I don't know, man. surgery to fuck with your genitals? I know a couple of people who Weird. are, I don't know, they're informed, smart people and they're like, yeah, if I have children and they're male, they're getting circumcised. And I'm like, I don't know. That's just so crazy to me. I guess if you're a guy and you've been circumcised, then you're not going to... Yeah. Then you're like, and I'm fine. Then maybe yeah. you're like, I'm not going to think about it that much. But that I don't logic know. is fucked. The I don't know. To me, it's... I did this and I'm fine. To me, oh, the logic I'm of just like, saying. I yeah. think that's probably... Megan, why are you circumcising all the children? <laughs> God damn it. 
personally involved at all. That's your super villainess. You're the circumciser. The circumciser. Oh god! Circumciser. That is bleak. Uh, the podcast is canceled. We're, we're done. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, okay. One last point that I want to make. Okay, okay yeah. so circumcision, yeah, like the child is so young that they don't remember this act, but there's no... Just because they can't remember it doesn't mean that there's any right for us to inflict pain on a newborn child. We watched the Itchy and Scratchy Land episode of The Simpsons, and one of the, the themed horror lands, you know, there's like acid land, yeah. un- searing gas pain land, <laughs> and unnecessary surgery land, and I'm like, circumcision, unnecessary surgery. Yeah. And it's yeah. a really weird thing to think about, like, this is, like, a lot to talk about on a snack podcast, but we're going like, there. female genital mutilation is, like, a huge thing, and everybody's like, this is so bad, I can't believe that people are doing this in Africa, it's so barbaric, but then we're still doing, yeah. like, yeah. We're something. We're lighter on the spectrum. It's not as yes. bad, but it's, like, But it's yeah, still, it's like, the idea of, like, just messing with something that doesn't need to be messed with. It doesn't yeah. need to be messed with. Wow, we've socialized the idea that, like, oh, this is fine. <laughs> but oh. when we do it to other people, no, not good. I mean, it's like the history of intersex people being born who get assigned a gender at birth, and it's, like, almost yeah, a point crazy. Toss. Yeah. I'm actually listening to the audiobook of Middlesex right now. Oh, so good. Jeffrey So Eugenides. good. Amazing Love, book. Love him. Love this book. Really like the speaker for the audiobook. Because so, that makes or breaks a book when you're listening to it audiobook style. So what is it about? Sorry, I haven't heard of it. It's about a boy... Well, boy... Well... He presents as a boy. He presents as a boy... Or he presents as, like, a man Mm -hmm. in his adult life, but he was born with both sex organs. Okay. So he's born, and they, like, thought that he was a girl. Okay. And then once he hit puberty, he essentially, like, turned into a boy. Like, the hormones were more... They kicked in. Yeah, like, some secondary characteristics. So it's, like, his life story, and then his family's life history... That kind of led to it, and there's a lot of incest. And, incest. Oh yeah. wow! Okay, that's there's a lot of but it's not, tied in. It's a, yeah, it's a but nice... it's not like dark. It's like very lightly disgusting. Interesting. Like, kind of like a Jonathan Franzen book. It's kind of dark, but also it's about a family that loves each other. Yeah. Okay, I can yeah. understand that. Yeah. And even though it's like kind of like it's a whack, the things that happen to the family are, are crazy. But yeah. It's also like yeah, foundationally they care about each other. So is this uh, told from this? This person's perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. he tells the story. In- oh, so he's actually doing the speaking for the audiobook? No, I mean it's not a true story. Oh, but oh. the guy that reads the okay, audiobook I misunderstood. Just, <laughs> I was just like, like really, really <laughs> okay. But yeah. no, it sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was listening to it like when I had my concussion. You can't read and you can't watch TV and you can't do anything. Can you sleep with an ice pack on my head? Yes. Weird. But uh, oh my gosh. I was listening to audiobooks and I started listening to that one. It's really good. I like it. Well, second, I'm glad your brain did not swell while you were asleep. Yeah. I had a panic attack. Oh, no. The second night. The first night, I was like, I'm fine. I didn't even have a headache yet. Then I woke up the next day with a major headache. Then yeah. that night, I, like, lost my mind, of course, went online, which you should never do. Of course you have oh, any no. symptoms of anything. And it was late symptoms of concussion. And it was like, this girl thought she was fine. Then she died. And I was like, <laughs> No. No, not the medical accidents again. Yeah, so I had to like call that AHS information line oh, yeah. and like, talk to a nurse to calm myself down. I swear that line just exists because people are like, oh, I don't know what's happening to me. I feel like so many late night calls where somebody's <laughs> like, 
I've had too much time to think. I think I'm dying. <laughs> probably just like, don't listen to WebMD. Don't go on WebMD. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> the amount of paranoia I have when it comes to medical issues. They spiral out of control. The moment you notice something's wrong, you're like, okay. Hmm. <laughs> I gotta get to the folk, to the, like, the kernel of what this is, and then I gotta fix it. <laughs> and then there's no way to identify it. Thank yeah. you, science. <laughs> Also, thank you, Canada, for your great uh, med- oh, yeah. medical services that are available to us free. Free yeah. and, like, convenient yeah. and very, yeah. 24 hours a day. Man, sure. I, I do love me some healthcare. That is, that shit tight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. nice, very nice. All right, let's return to the uh, the raison d'etre of the podcast and eat a snack. Oh, right. Geos? Oh, oh, you know. Yeah. I mean, those bastards. They've been looking at me Just this whole time. Just waiting for me to say How it. do they get them so neon orange? I don't want to know. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I hear it's actually not ethically harvested. It's actually powdered Oompa Loompa. Ooh. <laughs> so it's not the Cheddar Oceans. No. Of the, uh... No, it's actually too expensive to actually harvest the Cheddar Oceans. <laughs> they use this, this method. So story behind these... I really wanted to get cheese popcorn, Mm -hmm. but I went to the Safeway by my house, and I don't know why, because it's in such a critical location, it's right by the university, it's right on White Ave, you'd think this would just be the best grocery store ever, Yeah, it's like always picked over, never has what I need, so they didn't have it, so went for Cheetos. It's probably like an opportunistic store where like, if there's a little bit of something, people grab it. Yeah, that's true, it's probably like (laughs) students are like, what are they gonna eat? Cheese popcorn, so of course it's gone. (laughs) Yeah. We know what to stock here. <laughs> it's always fun to go to that Safeway on One Ninth and White Ave, like the first week of September, and all the kids there's these kids with like forty eight sodas and like two pizzas. <laughs> like, well, you're having a weekend, bud. <laughs> I don't know, soda's weird, man. I don't like it. I'd never drink pop. Yeah, like fam. I'll have it now and then. It's just like, right. This is why I don't like this anymore. Or like, never really did. It's just it's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> it was like once you've had beer, pop. Uh, not yeah, I like. Yeah, it. I am exactly. A, I really like bitter tasting things. I like a good strong coffee. I like a bitter. Well, I don't like a bitter beer. I don't like IPAs mm-hmm. because I'm done. I'm done with IPAs. I know. I went through this phase where I loved them. It was all I would ever drink. And then one day I had one, and I was like, "This is too much." It's like, just it's okay. I would have literally any other beer before an IPA. Yeah, yeah. I feel that way now. Have you tried sours? Mm-hmm. Do you like them? Yeah. Oh yeah. But not too. Like it's not like. Easy drinking beer where you're gonna have like seven of them. That's I mean, a lot of beers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we casually just drank seven beers a piece on Friday. Yeah, because and I was just chugging the sours. I'm like, oh, what should I I can't do that. I can have like two sours and then I gotta switch to something a little less like. I think at the, like some of them are a little bit sour. sweeter <laughs> and some of them are a little bit like your face feels like a. Wait, did I use this joke before? Like puckered asshole. <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna, I must have said it to somebody before because I'm like, you, you're just like, your whole body convulses with how sour it is. I'm like, give me more of that. <laughs> See, like, I couldn't do that seven times in a row. <laughs> oh no, the ones we had at Common, they, they were pretty sweet. And mm-hmm. I had, oh, honestly, I had a mint before I had one of the sour beers. And for oh, some weird. reason, I thought it would be horrible, but it just like mellowed it out. Oh. So, weird thing, but I mean, if you're feeling adventurous, try it. Man, I'm glad I saved these for almost last because I'm going to devour them now. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, crush them. Uh, I was going to say, we've been quietly just munching on for a couple minutes. Uh, do we have thoughts on the Cheetos? They're just a hearty snack. The just Cheetos a classic. Just classic crunchy. Yeah. I thought the Cheetos, that brand, were the, like, the, the fluffier, the fluffy puffs. boys. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, used to only, puffs, yeah. I used to yeah. only like those Cheetos puffs. Mm-hmm. And then I 
just recently switched to these. Tried the jalapeno Cheetos Crunch. Those are delicious. Yeah. But I can't eat a lot of them. Well, I these like ones, the uh, I note, you know, they seem pretty safe, but uh, they are advertised as dangerously cheesy. <laughs> I'll guess, take that risk. Aren't know, they, like, heart risk dangerously cheesy? Presumably. <laughs> I mean, also, like, Chester Cheeto, he seems like a pretty chill guy. He's a super cool guy. He's on a skateboard here, and he's wearing sunglasses. Very cool. But he's wearing a helmet and matching elbow and knee pads. Very I, safe. I will note, hmm. the helmet is not done up. How much help is that going to give him when he falls? You know what? I'll give him a B-plus for safety. <laughs> you know, he's trying. You know what? His mom made him put on all the gear. He's wearing it. <laughs> Fine, mom, but I'm not going to do it up. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I imagine it was quite a struggle getting him out the door this morning. <laughs> but Cheetos has great commercials. I'm a big fan of solid really? commercial marketing, and Cheetos does it well. Okay. Whatever that, what's his name? Chester Cheeto. Chester Cheeto. His name is he's Chester? He's so smooth. He's got oh. like this deep voice, and he just like is always doing cool stuff. Yeah, okay. He pulls off being named okay. Chester. I don't yeah. think many people could. Yeah, mm-hmm. Chester's a very, it's a tricky name to pull off. And most uh, like mascots for chips and cereals make me think like, they're just either stoned or on some kind of drug. This guy just looks like he's having a good time doing Cheetos. He's living an active lifestyle <laughs> yeah. with Cheetos as part of it. Yeah. It's interesting we were talking about the, the Cheetos puffs. This bag would imply that those are the original and this is the great cheese taste you love with an added crunch. Okay. So the Cheetos so crunchy. Cheetos are the original, the puffs. Yeah, yeah. so okay, that's what I thought. Because there were there's those like cheese it <laughs> cheese The one with yeah. the like red stripes of, yeah. on the bag, yeah. Oh, those are Hawkins brand cheesies. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, okay, so cheese it's are crackers, right? Mm-hmm. Cheese are crackers. Oh man. Cheese right. are like this. <laughs> and then these are Cheetos crunchy. What are Yeezys though? Shoes? Yes. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. Nice. Uh, there's, like actually a little, there's been some research done on uh, Cheetos, actually. Cheetos crunchy in uh, clinical trials have been found to be dangerously cheesy and deliciously crunchy. <laughs> and among subjects surveyed, they found that one crunch may lead to the following cheese craze behaviors. <laughs> wow. Which are a joy for all things cheesy. <laughs> done. And... Never-ending thoughts of the cheesy crunch you love. So true. That, I have the second one, but not the first one. Should I call my doctor? I think maybe okay. as you take more. Okay. Um, yeah, I think you haven't eaten enough yet. Okay, I'll, I'll try to consume yeah. more. At first, I thought the dangerously cheesy implied a physical danger to us. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. actually emotionally dangerous <laughs> to get too connected to the cheese. So these are like pretty crunchy. intense clinical trials then. If they're looking at the psychology of the mm. Cheeto and the physicality. If you were asked me a cheese-based snack to get... It might be Cheetos crunchy. Oh, for sure. Really? I would think Doritos for some reason. Oh, man. You know my thoughts on Doritos. <laughs> we, we have discussed it. And for all the, the cheesiness of the Cheetos crunchy, I note the lack. I mean, there's some dust. No yeah, one there's, there's no it's, dust. It's not, there's a lot of dust on my hands. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. as dusty as like, yeah, the, the, there's something about the Doritos dust that's very particularly, I don't know, layery? Mm-hmm. It layers. It clumps. It clumps. I've never liked Doritos. Really? Yeah. Tell us some more for me. I don't. I couldn't even tell you why. It's just like I like other chips better. Like, Is a Cheeto your favorite chip? I really like Pringles, mm-hmm. and I really like cheese popcorn. But I don't know if that would be considered a chip, like smart no. food. Yeah. Really then yeah, probably Cheetos. Chicago mix. I hate it. No, nah, you don't like the sweet with the cheese. Mm-mm. No, what like is caramel, sh- like caramel popcorn and cheesy popcorn? Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of flavor in one like bite. If you buy that and eat it around me, I will just eat all the cheese popcorn out of there. 
people, everybody does this. Whenever you get a bag of different kinds of snacks, there's an inherent hierarchy to the snacks. People will eat the most desirable snacks first. I was on a houseboat. Somebody brought this like mix of like nuts and something else that was in there, but there were also M&Ms. And obviously they went first. Yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. And there were peanut M&Ms, dude. Oh, nice. That's a bounty. Yeah. Mm. I like that even in the world of all the nuts, the peanut M&Ms get picked the up. Chocolate first. covered. You have the chocolate. That's, that's it. <laughs> it's like uh, any trail mix with raisins. You're going to have raisins left over. Oh, Nobody yeah. wants those raisins. I love raisins. Well, They're then let's do trail mix together. <laughs> yeah. You can eat the banana slices. I'll eat the raisins. Ah, uh, banana slices are my favorite. Mm, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> I like a banana, but the banana slice I find really, like, weird to eat. Oh, yeah. It is very crunchy in a very unsettling way. Or just maybe chewier than I would like a banana to be. Oh, okay. That's fair. I struggle with bananas in general. I'm okay with them. <laughs> what an odd thing to say, but go on. I would like to know more. Well, I just like, I'm good with the flavor, but not too much of it. Mm-hmm. Like if it takes over the rest of a thing. Yeah. Like a smoothie, if it's got too much banana, not good. I can eat like a half a banana. And once I get to the second half, I just can't do it anymore. Like the texture is so gross that I'm like gagging it down. Like, oh, I guess I'll eat what, this. Uh, what's I your preferred it. banana window? When do you eat the banana? Right after every part has gone yellow. Like, all the green is gone, but it is just turned yellow. So, like, okay, as hard yeah. as it can be without being unripe. Mm. Okay, so, like, does it have any any brown spots on it at all? Or is it like, just starting to form? a few just because that happens. That's actually, bad. that's one of my uh, best times for the banana. When I see it at that point, I'm like, okay, this I have one more day to eat it. Otherwise, mm. it's out of its prime zone. I don't like it when it gets as smushy as you like it, Taylor. Because mm. at that point, it's a little bit too smushy. I like it. I can eat it. But I'm also like, oh, this is death in my mouth. But that's the struggle with bananas. You buy a bunch of them. They all go ripe at the same time. They do. So you get like one, maybe two that are delicious. And then the rest just like, well, oh, I guess I'll eat like this. I just have two days to eat all the bananas. <laughs> you got to time the bananas. You either get like uh, less bananas that are really big so you can eat them. And like you have one banana per day. And so you, that range of mm-hmm. when the banana is perfect for you is just a good time. Or you have that, um, you buy a bunch of smaller bananas and then you save them for banana bread. I always end up like putting two bananas out of my bunch into the freezer because they've gone too brown. I'm like, I'll make banana bread. And then I move out like two years later in my apartment and there's like 10 bananas in the back of my freezer. Mm-hmm. I always end up with many stacked bananas in my freezer. I'm like, oh, okay. Eventually, I will have to make 10 bananas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, how many bananas do you need for a loaf? Uh, usually, I try to use, if they're small, Four, if they're like kind of bigger, uh, three. But as they get like, once you freeze them, they kind of shrink. Mm-hmm. And so then once you thaw them, they get kind of weird. So I try to use like a newer banana in combination with my frozen oh. banana. I have a system. That's yeah. really cool. Because I, I remember opening my, my parents' pizza and there would be two dozen bananas in the drawers. It's like, who, who is going to make <laughs> yeah, you need a lot of bananas if they're frozen for like a good banana bread. Yeah, good to know. I'm I'm learning something new every time we do this podcast. I yeah. grow and develop as a person <laughs> every day. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's interesting how everybody has a different banana banana place that they like to eat, or like the, the, the range ripeness, of banana. Yeah, yeah. yeah do you ripeness. like the uh, the what is known often as the fake banana flavor? No, I hate it. Oh yeah, yeah. Interesting. But I don't like many, like, fake flavors. What about watermelon? Mm. Yeah, watermelon's tricky. That's a, like, I just totally lied there. I like most fake flavors. <laughs> As we eat candy. I don't like banana. <laughs> 
I really like the fake cherry flavor, but I hate cherries. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, man. We're going to have a problem here. <laughs> this cherry nation. <laughs> I feel like it's a positive. I'm not going to eat your cherries, no, so we'll be true. great friends. Oh, yes. I will have many cherries. <laughs> you will be <laughs> equally as satisfied with your lack of cherries. Yeah, I like, a, I like a good cherry. Yeah, the more I like the fruit, I tend to not like the, uh, the flavor that it's trying to replicate in the candy. Except for something like mango, which seems to be bang on most of the time. My tongue is starting to hurt, but I can't stop eating these Cheetos. That is the story of my life. <laughs> it hurts so good. Have you seen that meme where it's a frog and toad from Wind in the Willows? And like, we must stop eating, cried Mr. Toad, as he ate another. Yes. <laughs> that like, is yeah. my life, yeah. I mean, we gotta stop eating these, I say, as I grab another handful of Cheetos. At least we're doing what we set out to do. Eat snacks. <laughs> you know, we all watched Sesame Street, and we all grew up to be Cookie Monster. Oh, mm-hmm. man, Cookie Monster. What a comforting thought. <laughs> I mean, better than being Oscar the Grouch, right? Oh, wait a minute, what? On Sesame Street, better be the Cookie Monster than Oscar the Grouch. <sighs> I am having so he much... in a garbage can? Right. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a key? <laughs> no, that's me. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, Oscar. I'm Oscar. I'm 100% Oscar. I'm a grumpy person. That isn't just a trash demon. All right, let's move on to our regularly scheduled segment, Mad Libs. Now, I'm nervous. Again, when was the last time you did a Mad Lib? Um, 2011. 2011, okay, so seven years ago. Wow. Um, what was the milieu around that Mad Lib? Where were you? I was driving down to Bonner Music Festival mm-hmm. in Tennessee, and Ooh. we decided we needed Mad Libs for the road trip. Nice. How many Mad Libs did you crush in that trip? Like, the whole booklet. We yeah. just killed it with the Mad Libs. Nice. Yeah, because, I mean, uh, Mad Libs are fun, but they, they only take, like, four minutes. Oh, yeah. So, that's that was a 12-hour drive. drive. That was, yeah. uh... Were you rationing the Mad Libs? You're like, okay, we can do one an hour. <laughs> Ration. Or you do one sentence for, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. It's like, we only have so much hilarity that we can spare. Just, like, every 15 minutes, someone goes, Noun! <laughs> <laughs> Well, I hope you, uh, you brushed up. I hope you watched some, some Schoolhouse Rock on YouTube. Well, no, this is why I'm a little stressed out, because I gotta be honest, I've never been great with grammar. You're gonna ask me for something, and I'm not gonna know what it, what you need. Yeah. So, fingers crossed here. All you right. know what? There's also this handy book, if you want to look into, for oh. inspiration, just in case. I like mm-hmm. that idea. Yeah. All right, so I'll give you the choice of topics, Sagan. Okay. Would you like to Mad Lib about the Gettysburg Address, or... The spaceship. The spaceship. All right, let's, let's learn about the spaceship. Space, 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 mm. space, space, space. So, Sagan, as our guest, please, a verb ending in ing. A verb is just an action word. Yeah, yeah, I got that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's got it, yeah. I'm just going to mansplain it all the time. No, please do, please do. Because then I'll just pretend I know. I'll be like, yeah, I got it. Obviously, she's got oh, it, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sliding. Ooh. All right, Mia, I'll plural now, please. Slayers. Slayers. <laughs> Alright, the number will be 666. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> another number. Another number? 22. 22, that's nice. Mia, an adjective, please. Touch. No, wait, that's... <laughs> Yes, Mia messed up before me. I was so excited about the word touching for some reason. Mia's desperately uh, looking for a Hail Mary in the book Dragon Slayer by Willie King. Uh, Okay, strong. Strong, nice. All right, my adjective will be zesty. Ooh, Mm. zesty is a good one. Uh, Second, a noun, please. Rock. Mm. It's also a strong word. Mia, a plural article of clothing. Sheaths? 
Sheaths. I'll, right. I'll take it, yeah. A yeah. sheath's a sheath a person, right? Not just swords. Uh, yeah, you can sheath a person. I always accept body sheath of some kind. <laughs> body or sheath. Write us and, and let us know. Exactly. Zentai <laughs> or whatever it's called. It's Weird. text suit. <laughs> Creepy. All right. Uh, I will say a number. You get a lot of numbers. You get a lot of numbers. Yeah. I, I know which numbers you want to say. 1492. That's when okay. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Interesting. <laughs> and committed genocide against the indigenous inhabitants of the new world he, he met. That's unfortunate. Sagan, a type of metal, please. Titanium. Ooh. Hey, adjective for Mia, please. <sighs> Tidy. Tidy, that's Aww. nice. Plural yeah. noun. Will we friends? Aw. An adjective. Wild. Wild, Ooh. nice. <laughs> All right, Mia, a type of gas. <laughs> I mean, I'm tempted to say farts, so I'm going to say farts. All right, <laughs> All right and I'm going to say sulfur at my type oh, of gas. <laughs> you're no fun. All right, adverb. You're going to have to tell me what that is. An adverb is a word that describes a verb. So you might say, he ran quickly. Mm. He jumped high. What the fuck, how was he jumping? Trepidatiously. He jumped trepidatiously, yeah. <laughs> I'm he sure. so expectantly. I've been paying a lot of attention to adverbs lately. Every time I read, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good one. Delicately. I'm going to save it. <laughs> uh, quietly, softly. Take your pick. <laughs> You've used them all. Yeah. All mine. Um, nervously. Them. Nervously. Ooh, nice. Very nice. And Mia, cap us off with a verb. Think hard. What's the best verb in the world? Too much pressure. Touch. Touch. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I wanted to use it. <laughs> Great. All right. All right. I'm going to transcribe for a second. Talk amongst yourselves. Oh, yeah. This is about space, isn't it? This is going to be weird because I don't know. Um... I'm thinking they're going to land on a planet that only their atmosphere is farts. Well, I'm and sure there will be some terrible. touching. Yeah. <laughs> touching of the farts. Honestly, like you'll get used to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you could manage. Honestly, there have been, like, some air vents in Edmonton the last couple of days have been stinky. Oh, Edmonton in the spring is a very stinky place. Oh, yeah. It's a farty place. This bunny's happy. Is he? Yeah. I don't the think so. Uh, he looks like he's oh, definitely I was frowning. looking at it upside down. The only way that bunny's happy is if his horrible <laughs> life is about to come to an end. No, but... all of them seem like a little... Okay, this guy looks a little bit disturbed as opposed to just, like, uh, uh, terrified. But he also has some yellow dust on him, so he's probably seen his compatriots die <laughs> yeah. in, like, the mouths of his gods. I do find it hilarious that, like, they're just not... They're all frowning. Yeah, they, they like, all look very unsettled about what's, like, where they are and what's happening. Okay. <laughs> now that I'm looking at them, and because they're pink, and because their ears are just, like... Your ears look like a vagina. That's all I can think. I don't know why. I'm, <laughs> I mean... Um, I you know, know what, I'm not a gynecologist, but I'm going to disagree. <laughs> Maybe that's when you need to go to the doctor. Well, you know... <laughs> Granted, I've never seen one in real life, but I'm pretty sure that's not what Yo, you know what? They can look like anything uh, anybody wants them to look like. <laughs> so true. If you want, like, a, I don't know, a creamsicle stand down there, you can get that. I don't uh, know what you want. <laughs> What, where, what is a creamsicle stand? I don't know. I've never seen one in real life. Oof. I don't know if you've been following the news about SpaceX, but humans have been to space. Mm-hmm. You know the place where Whoa. the moon lives and the sun and God We've and stuff? been there? Yeah. We faked it, actually. We haven't been to the moon. That's outlandish. <laughs> but we have been to space. And I'm just going to tell you a little bit of space I've learned recently. Okay. 
So a spaceship, spaceship, you see how it works. Uh, <laughs> it's a vehicle used for sliding people between the Earth and distant slayers. <laughs> Ooh. Usually when you take a spaceship, the journey takes 666 years. <laughs> but in that time, you go pretty far. You go 22 miles. <laughs> I mean, it seems tough, though, because the passengers, they enter into a strong capsule. <laughs> and then they exist in a state of zesty animation. <laughs> that is a good adjective. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zesty. After, after 666 years, though, the ship will reach its destination 22 miles away. They will hear a rock... <laughs> And then they, the crew, they'll wake up and they'll put on their sheets. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Scarily accurate, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then they, they descend to the planet. They have to land their 1,492-ton titanium vehicle in a tidy atmosphere. Now, it's good there's not a lot of shit. What the hell is happening? Like, this is working. And they land the capsule by firing their retro friends. <laughs> but then they get out. They test the atmosphere on this wild planet to make sure it contains only farts. <laughs> and it's not all sulfur. And then, if it's okay, then they can get out of the ship very nervously and touch all the inhabitants. <laughs> yes! I'm so happy about that. That was a good map. That was really great. It actually lined up it's like Pretty very well. well. Yeah. I think our Mad Lib game is getting stronger. I want to know what planet is like 22 miles away, though. <laughs> well, the there's a lot of physics it, to that that would the, not work. The sky is like 8 miles above us, so let's get through there. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's 30 miles away. It's just like a skip and a hop away. We don't yeah. really see it. Like The thing is, we can only see the top of the dome, right? And that's right, only right. miles from here. Uh, shout out to Edmonton, Alberta, the host of the Flat Earth Convention 2018 in, uh, in August. August. Yeah. No. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can go to West Edmonton Mall, the Fantasyland Hotel, and participate in the Flat Earth Convention. Oh, I'm going. I gotta hear okay, these so ideas. Okay, so it's a pricey bitch. Um, um, it's like, what, 180? I th- I'm what? looking at 150 might be the price. Okay, yeah. So this is like a legit convention. Like a weekend-long conference. Wow. So here's our concern, is that like so many people who want to go and watch other people and like troll are... They're going to be the massive audience of who's actually going and attending. So if you want to go and observe flat earthers, you won't really have a good chance because it will just be other people like yourself who are like, let's look at these assholes. Maybe that's why they made the price so high. It seems like not a big hurdle for a lot of people who are like, I just want to see this happen. I'm just going to go on Reddit and read about it. That works for me. You can watch the live stream, I think. Oh, yeah, there's a, a streaming pass to the oh convention. Oh, you still have to pay for it, right? Yeah, That's but bad. maybe you, we get a group together, have a flat earthers convention well, yeah, like party. A kind of thing, we'll yeah. all pay like ten bucks or something. Maybe we'll be able to chime in via Skype, ask some questions of some panels. Yeah, that would be actually a fun thing to do with people to you have, have a like a pay per view. Yeah, a pay per view flat Earth convention film festival or something where you just get a bunch of people together mm-hmm. and you drink beers and you make fun of maybe people. Maybe make a bingo game. <gasps> Every time they say that it's like a dome, every time that you just inherently need to believe but biblical creationism to make the dome work. So uh, what's the deal with flat? Like, is it a religious? Oh, it's so oh, many things. Yeah. It's almost just like a, an, an anti-science, a contrarian thing, I think. Um, okay. Because as you know, Sagan, the Earth is a, a flat, two-dimensional shape. But it's round, though, right? Like It's, it's flat, round. but round. We're, we in Canada, we're actually pretty close to the middle, because the North Pole is the middle. And around the entire outside, just like Game of Thrones, Antarctica is actually not a continent, but a it's giant a wall. ice wall around everything. Oh. Yeah. And above us is the heavens and the firmament and shit. And the reason that we are um, that we have experienced what we think is gravity is because we're in a constant state of acceleration upwards, 
And that's what glues us oh, back terrifying. to the ground. We're just blasting towards God right in his face. And so, we're not only accelerating, like, we're not just, like, going forward. We are accelerating constantly. How do they explain, spa- like, space travel? They, we haven't done it. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> like, NASA has been lying to you your whole life. Mm. Why would I just, okay. I no. thought so. <laughs> I mean, I know, uh, if I, if I trust anyone... Definitely not nerds. <laughs> nerds. I'm going to be honest, guys. I'm looking out the window right now. We're pretty high up. It looks flat to me. It's pretty flat. fucking flat. Show I don't see any curve. Yeah. Science. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I, like, put my hand out, it was, like, flat. I mean, I know <laughs> you guys know some scientists, and the scientists we know are all, of course, fabulously wealthy, live in amazing places, never never uncertain about their future employment, never, never. desperate for research grants. And they have every intention to swindle the, like, the public for who got, who oh, knows what They're reason. just caviar eating fat cats, you know? They just love to fuck with people. They're the trolls. I don't want to talk to the scientists. Those motherfuckers be lying and getting me pissed. <laughs> With your facts. <laughs> Fucking magnets. Like, just how did they work? Magnets are fascinating, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's one of my foremost hobbies, magnets. That's when I got out of science, magnets. Mm-hmm. Well, they were yeah, just too much. Like, too much. <laughs> science can't explain it, right? No. <laughs> we're clearly procrastinating it out. Let's eat these uh, final Roundtrees mm-hmm. brand product. Uh, since 1881, Roundtrees. Love to share. Fruit pastilles. Is it fruit pastilles or... Uh, like, is it the French reading of it? I believe it's pasties. Like, the thing you put over your nipples. <laughs> yeah, that's in okay. a yeah. Oh, of course. Of course, yeah. You, you put these on, and presumably modern pasties are a uh, an outgrowth of this, where they realize that you didn't actually have to use sticky fruit, but could use, like, just paper. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, just because of the proximity of, like, the, the pasty and the shape of the candy, it makes me think of just, like, large nipples. Mm. Yeah. Yep. That's All what we're going to eat. Colors. That's what we're putting in our mouths. Just large, sugary nipples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say, ooh, they're soft. Okay. They're Are not, they like, soft? super soft, but they they're not like they're hard. hard candy. But I am going to say that because of this is supposedly a British candy, it's going to be, like, pastilles, because they, like, just pronounce every letter. What about, maybe it's pastels. Yeah. No, pa- uh, pastilles? Sure. They're yeah. going to have one of the few green pastilles. ones and a yellow one. And that's, that's nice. I'm trying this reddish brown. <laughs> Is nipple, it? nipple color. Nipple. It's noted that these are such a different color than the, <laughs> the brightly colored candies before. These are very much like a muted... On a CMYK color, this is like a very burnt Sierra. Like They're like a wine gum. Low saturation colors. If they yeah. were in a bowl... At somebody's house, I would think they were probably 20 years old. Oh, damn. Old. These are hard as fuck. I can't no, squeeze they're, them together. They're not. Actually, they're super tasty. Not bad, yeah. Okay. I like it. Yeah. I really like these ones. They're Can't actually really more. flavorful. Mm. Try every flavor. They really taste... Uh, they remind me of uh, wine gums with, with like a sugary coating. And not quite so hard to chew. Yeah. The wine gums, they make you work for it. Yeah. That you will have a sore jaw. <laughs> I'm not as enthusiastic too. My jaw is sore. Mm-hmm. The 2D fruities and the... And the pastilles both making us work for it. I'm surprised by like how flavorful both are. I'm pleasantly surprised, yeah. Yeah, they're not hard. The the aesthetic value is not great, but they're pretty tasty. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. As far as candy go, how would you um, how would you compare the fruit pastilles to uh, to say a jujube? Wait, okay. I do not like jujubes. Not yeah, jujube I think these are more flavorful, and I like that there's a sugar coating on them. I think jujubes are kind of bland and mm-hmm. always taste old. Yeah, they tend to be, like, if you're bu- buying them from, like, a bulk section or anything, they all, you always get the ones that are just, like, weirdly hard. Or the ones that are weirdly sticky. 
not like not outside least sticking, but like once you bite into them, mm. they they stay sticky. Yeah, you like can't pull your teeth apart. Yeah, these are weird flavors though. They're not like your classic flavors. These fruit pastilles. So mm-hmm. I'm the tacky maybe would be the word for like interior sticky, where it like sticks to mm-hmm. you. Yeah, tacky. yeah. Like eating a toffee, I would say is a very tacky experience, or the Charleston chew. Oh yeah, like yeah, but it's a different like it's a gummier, stickier kind of experience. It's not like uh, like nougat. Mm-hmm. But have you guys ever tried chocolate covered jujubes? No. Oh. That is an interesting thing. I didn't even thing. know that was a thing. I know. Yeah. It's fascinating. Next time okay. on Snackcast. Nah. Snackcast. <laughs> Snackcast. <laughs> oh. Snack City, Snack City. My brain is just... Snack City, bitch. <laughs> I mean, I should know this by now. At one point in my life, Rack City was my my phone ring nice. thing. Yeah. What uh, what regrettable songs have you had as your ringtone, Sagan? Back when musical ringtones were a thing. Well, I live my life the slogan no regrets mm-hmm. <laughs> i did have uh justin timberlake's sexy back for a really long oh, time yeah, that's a great I, song though like, yeah that's the kind of song you're gonna hit a wedding when we're 90 oh yeah you know, it's gonna like, be like a classic. style <laughs> jt oh. some backstreet boys when we're 90 we're gonna hear that at a wedding yeah for sure okay. we'll be like we'll have families back then. i mean some of us will have in families. The 50s, we're like do you think we're gonna hear shout in 2018 yeah that's fair that's fair <laughs> You know, we've been doing the chicken dance for 50 years. That's a very weird experience to think about something and then be like, oh man, I'm going to hear this in 40 years. That's the last vestige of, of true blue tradition is a wedding, right? It's where you listen to the same stuff you listen to at every wedding. I gotta say, I lose a lot of respect for people if they let the chicken dance be played at their wedding. Yes. Yeah. I... Okay, I don't know if I lose any children. I don't know if I lose respect for the people. Don't have children at your wedding. Oh, that's a good rule. Wow. Okay. Don't have children overall, but especially not. (laughs) No, I legitimately think that unless no, I cannot think of a reason why I would accept children at my reception. Maybe for the ceremony if it's like my daughter's child, (laughs) but like or my daughter's child, my sister's child. My daughter's child. I'm trying so hard to make a point. My daughter's child. Uh, If it's like my sister's child, yeah, she can come see the wedding, but I don't want her at the reception. I want an open bar. I want them, like, back in the hotel room with a babysitter. Yeah. I I don't know. Like, I I don't mind having kids at a wedding, but, like, I do hear what you're saying about, like, song choices. I don't really blame the people who are hosting the wedding. I blame the people who request it. It's like, come on, mm, you, got, you got more sense than this. But I care so much about that kind of thing that, like, if I have oh, a DJ okay. at my wedding, I'll be like, here are the songs that no matter how many times mm. they're requested, you will not play. But mm. that's like... What about the that... Macarena? Oh, okay. What about YMCA? What Ooh. about the Time Warp, Sagan? Whoa. Macarena, for sure, I accept. <laughs> Macarena's a great song. It's the only dance song that I will accept in my Yeah, I love that it's like a family staple, and yet it's about a bunch of dudes who want to wanna bang a loose woman. You know what? It always makes me think of the Animaniacs. Because they do the Macarena, and for some reason, it's imprinted in my brain where, like, Dot and whatever their names are do the Macarena. I love those Very weird odd. memory things. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess let's, let's close her down. It's been a, been a long, hard night. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, so let's, uh, we usually end by talking about something that we, we might be excited about coming up in Edmonton um, in the next, like, you know, couple months. I'm excited for spring. It's yeah. been officially spring for about a week now. Yeah, been, and, I've been uh, waiting on that too. Yeah, it's it's gonna be nice. I'm excited. Uh, my buddy's wedding is in the mountains oh, yeah, in, nice. in June, and I am excited to go to Canmore, go to Banff. I'm excited to do maybe do some road trips. Mm-hmm. I look forward to the, the breaking of the season because Edmonton really, for all the misery of winter, really comes to life in the summer. It really does. And mm-hmm. I think we're oh yeah. 
like the last couple weeks, I feel like it, it almost happened where people really burst out of their shells on the hot days. But there's been one last one last onslaught of winter to push us back and in, into our safe keeps. Yeah. I think it's the last like the little cooling before we, we get the big like thaw, and mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. But I'm just so ready for it to be done. Frustrated. I'm ready. I think yeah. April first. That's tomorrow, right? April We're 1st. just gonna wake up. Yeah. And it's gonna be like 15 degrees. Oh man. It's that would be delightful. That's how my how I'm handling today. <laughs> you know, I bet you when uh, that Roman centurion pulled that that boulder aside, and he's like, "What? There's no there's no corpse in this cave." That's a good April Fool's joke. And Jesus <laughs> nailed it. Great April Fool's joke. Oh, that's I've never made that connection before. I'd really well because Easter changes every year, right? So I'd really oh, yeah. like to know if it was April first that year. Yeah, well, I think also April Fool's as a concept is later than that. But, I don't know. But I do like the idea. If you, you, know, if you were making an animated show, I, I could see that being a day. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. <sighs> Bamboozled again, Romans. Bamboozled. All right. Uh, Sag, you got anything in particular you're excited about coming up in Edmonton? Spring, summer, patio season. Patio season. Patio. Nothing I love more. Then a beer on a patio or a roof deck. Mm-hmm. And Edmonton mm-hmm. is so good about that. Yeah. Like, we put patios out everywhere, and I love it. Yeah. I have a friend visiting in July, and I really love having friends visit from out of town because I feel like I can show off Edmonton and show them all the best parts. And it's like, I take a real sense of pride in them leaving and being like, wow, Edmonton's not as bad as I thought. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually great. Yeah, got taken to the beach this year. That's that's. I know. I got. I never went last year. So oh, I dude. Okay. Beach, yeah, that's top of my list. The beach so year. okay, there's this magical thing that happens at the beach that you're like everybody talks about it, but then you get there and you're like, oh, I understand. Like you until you get there, you don't understand why it's such a big deal, and then you're sitting there and you're like, oh my god, this is one of the best things that has ever happened. It's to as real a beach as any other beach. There's just something about it that's real very sand. like communal, and there's like no regulations and stuff, and it's it's Do not about like getting it's away with be anything. Around though, I have yeah. a feeling the bridge it's... is still under construction this year, so nothing will have changed really. But it's not; it's gone. It I might take some digging. time before it like before no, the it's river the, it's the comes. Other it's, the, oh. it's the footbridge at Louise McKinney that's still under construction. Oh, okay, that's so those. So that's the one that's affecting it. I mm-hmm. yeah. have to think about the way the river flows. No, I'm thinking the funicular now goes down to Louise McKinney. Also, shout out to the funicular. I think it's dope. I yeah. can't wait to check it out. I haven't seen, done that either. In right? winter, I hibernate. Yeah. yeah. Spring, summer, I'm out. I'll check it all out. Yeah, it really opens up that area of the uh, of the river valley, which they're like developing a lot more. It's really beautiful down there. Yeah, mm-hmm. take the funicular down to Louise McKinney. You can just walk across. Like I, we could be there from work in like 10, 15 minutes. That's Tight. awesome. Oh, the beach. I, I really never, want to I, check it out. I never realized how much I, I would like a beach until mm-hmm. there was one, and I was like, well, I want to go there every day. Yeah. It's nice just having people, like, I don't know, everybody's very friendly, and they're hanging out, and there's dogs, and people are swimming. It's, and really, just, it's very just, like, nice. It's like a utopian anarchy where there are no rules, but everyone is like, be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't be a dick. Like, don't litter. Don't be a jerk. Don't yell. Don't like cuss. There's children. There's dogs. Yeah, there's off-leash dogs. There's people drinking beers. That's something I really like about Edmonton, too, is that, and I'm sure everybody says this about their city, but I just feel like we have a lot of genuinely awesome people. Like, the people Mm -hmm. that stay are here mostly because they want to be here. And so there's a lot of, like, Edmonton pride, especially in our generation. Mm -hmm. Because winter's so long, the city just comes alive in the summer and the spring, 
and everybody's taking advantage of everything in such a way that I feel like you don't get in a lot of other cities. Yeah. yeah. When people go, they go hard. Yeah. yeah. The people who participate are the yeah they're they're self selecting to be the great the mm-hmm. greatest people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. All right, that's terrific. Well, thank you, Sagan, so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. This was a blast, and yeah. I'm so full of candy now. So full of snack. For our listeners at home, you can email us, snackcitypodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram, snackcitypodcast. My name is Taylor. My name is Mia. And I'm Sagan. And we will see you on the beach. If magic is all we've ever known Then it's easy to miss what really goes on But I've seen miracles in every way And I see miracles every day Ocean spanning beyond my sight And a million stars way above them at night You don't have to be high to look in the sky And know that's a miracle open wide Look at the mountains, trees, the seven seas And everything chilling underwater, please Hot lava, snow, rain and fog Long neck giraffes and pet cats and dogs And I've seen 85,000 people All in one room together as equal Pure magic is the birth of my kids I've seen shit that'll shock your eyelids the sun and the moon, and even Mars The Milky Way of fucking shooting stars UFOs, a river flows Plant a little seed, and nature grows Niagara Falls and the pyramids Everything you believed in as kids Fucking rainbows, after it rains There's enough miracles here to blow your brains I fed a fish to a pelican at Frisco Bay It tried to eat my cell phone, he ran away And music is magic, pure and clean You can feel it and hear it, but it can't be seen I can't be seen. Music is all magic. You can't even hold it. Do you notice and recognize miracles? It's just there in the air. Sagan, as a thank you for being the guest on our podcast, for being a great friend. We gift you with a little something something when you get some choices and options. We'd like you to pick a prize from the prize box. Do I get to pick or just reach my hand? I mean, you can rummage, you could draw at random. It's all about you. I'm seeing dinosaur stickers, yes. and they're shiny, so that's going to be my choice for sure. Cool. Do you have big plans to use the dinosaur stickers? Yeah. They're going to go on, like, every card that I give anybody <laughs> for the next little while. Mm-hmm. Just, like, close an envelope with them. I oh, noticed cute. that this dinosaur uh, appears to have feathers, be like a more like a bird. Well, Taylor, do you really want to get into that? I mean, <laughs> I do. <laughs> Please. Like, yeah, you got thoughts on dinosaurs and birds? Hasn't it, like, at this point been proven that most dinosaurs had feathers? And that's just really disappointing to me. I, I know. I don't like that idea. I think that's more horrifying, honestly. I don't think it's more horrifying. I think it's more interesting in that, like, dinosaurs are not only terrifying, they're also colorful. And flashy, yeah. Like, the T-Rex in Jurassic yeah. Park is, like, a big, like, brown monster. I like the idea that he might have had, like, some bright He's just a flamboyant-looking motherfucker. Yeah, it is wild to think about a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Just imagine a like a giant bird, like just I just imagine a like that. big so ass that way, chicken. Yeah. Well, imagine if like a, a T Rex had like magpie markings, where it was like had a re- really white belly and like black yeah. skin with like iridescent. Scales. Man, magpies are terrifying already. They don't need to be much bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think like Stegosaurus is my favorite, <laughs> and. I saw some rendering of it where it had feathers of some sort, but then this, his top plate things just, like, stick out of that. Oh, weird. And I was like, no, I like that. Does, that doesn't seem like... Have me. you ever been to... I'm sorry, this is going off on a tangent, but have you ever been to the Royal... Uh, uh, Tyrell Museum? Royal, yeah. Yeah. 
Do you like it? We went as a kid. My grandma took us, and we did a fossil hunt. Nice. And I found a fossil, (gasps) and they told me, they wouldn't let me keep it. They were like, we're going to put this in the museum. And I was like, sweet, but I've never been back. How many fossils do you think Terrell has that we just like don't oh my god they're using like child labor (laughs) they're using just like child tourists it's like the end of indiana jones where they have like a million knuckles and vertebra oh i'm sure they have like a just giant basement as big as the museum just full of not put together i'm so i really i think that that place is just fascinating to me i've been there a couple of times but it was like it's always a fun time it's always like a drive out and you just spend the day there and you're looking at Man, the dinosaurs, it was cool. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't been since I was a kid. I should also admit that the fossil I found was a fossilized egg corn. So not, like, super <laughs> exciting. Yo, but if I found a fossilized egg anything. Cool. Like, that's cool. Yeah. No, I would be pumped. I would be like, oh, this is something that existed yeah. much longer than yeah, anything else has. This is a rock that was once alive. <laughs> I found that. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I was pretty jazzed about it. I mean, you look around here, you see any fossils, Sagan? No I don't know. You might. you uh, Around the Epcore Center, there might be some, like, Indian. Oh, I was thinking in my apartment, there are no fossils. I gotta be honest, if you come to my apartment, there are fossils because I'm a geologist. And I'm <laughs> a little bit nerdy about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, I did go on to find other fossils, just not as exciting as my fossilized egg <laughs> corn from the Royal Tyrell Museum. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> Would you want cute. to be a fossil? One day. That'd be cool. <laughs> Do you think there's a way you could, like, plan to be fossilized? Like, could you prepare yourself for burial in such a way that you're like... I mean, I think that's mummification, but, like, maybe less short-term. Because I think the mummies wanted to be, like, entombed. But, like, they were anticipating that there would be more cover. I'm like, man, I people on Paul Pay kind of got that. But I'm like, I want a full-blown fossil. How I think if this- you're buried, like, in a classic grave... Probably one day you'll be a fossil. What if we, like, went above, like, the permafrost line and buried you d- deep down there? Do you think, you, you know, a I think million, that's what causes you to be a fossil, though. That's mm-hmm. just going to preserve your body longer well, because you're frozen. Well, uh, madam geologist, what makes you be a fossil? <laughs> Doesn't it pressure or something? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be pressure in time, and there's actually a lot of different ways to become a fossil. That I don't well, really want to get illuminate into me, yeah. motherfucker. There's, like, mineralization where legitimately your bone can, like, be replaced by a mineral, and then you're... Oh, cool. That's what I think of so I think some, yeah. Yeah, so sometimes, like, you'll have really gorgeous fossils of, like, shells and things from the ocean that have actually been turned into, like, a different mineral, so they'll be, like, really shiny or something. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's my That's favorite really one. cool. So that's like what I'm going to cover right now. And also, it was 10 years ago that I took my paleontology class. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> I don't remember. We'll, we'll have you on again for fossil hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let me have, do a little research. I'll come back to you. you. Can oh, yes, the, please do. The University of Alberta's uh, massively open online course on dinosaurs. Do they want. have that? Yeah, through the that's University awesome. of Alberta. You can, you can take a free course. Maybe I'll refresh. I just did invertebrate paleontology. So... Mm-hmm. So you're no, vertebrate really. games, real, real shit. Just like eh? sponges and, <laughs> I don't know, corals. That's what I learned about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sponges are weird, and man. And trace fossils. Mm-hmm. Trace fossils. Which is like fossilization of essentially like a mark that an animal made. Like a so like, Yeah, or if it was like making a little trail through the sand, if it's like a little worm, then oh, you get cool. that fossilized. That's whack. That's it's really weird cool. to think that you would walk somewhere and it would not be disturbed for millions of years. Oh, yeah. I no, don't make me think about way. it. Pure motherfucking magic, right? This shit'll blow your motherfucking mind. 
water, fire, air and dirt Fucking magnets, how do they work? And I don't wanna talk to a scientist Y'all motherfuckers lying and getting me pissed Solar eclipse and vicious weather 15,000 juggalos together And I love my mom for giving me this time On this planet, take nothing for granted That's real, and that's real Magic everywhere in this bitch